Hello and welcome to another episode of the Point Forward Podcast. This is episode 100. PJ, we have done 100 episodes uh, and I think a lot of pods would take their 100th episode to say how thankful they were for everyone that listens to them and maybe do some fan favorites, but you know, you and I talked a little bit before this and I think we're just going to kind of do what we want. (laughs) This is our episode. This episode is for us. No one else. I'm looking forward to it. We'll definitely be talking about some basketball things today, but I can't guarantee this is going to be a strictly NBA pod. I mean, I... We could talk CN! Episode CN! Episode... I'm looking at different ways to say 100. Cento! (laughs) Okay. Got any more? That was Italian. I'm trying to figure out ones I know I could say. You and I could talk this entire pod about whether or not the Lakers are going to make the playoffs. But frankly, there's... uh, Who wants to listen to that? Stoll. Yeah. On episode Stoll? No, thank you. No, thank you. But I, I, I wanted to start this Episode with one Sada. NBA-related thing. Episode Sant? Although not directly NBA-related. You and I haven't talked about Zion, and we haven't talked about his injury, and we haven't talked about really what... What? What are you laughing about now? I'm... Yeah, we haven't talked about any of this. Yes, no, I've uh, pretended those none of it. I've been in denial still. You and I have been. You and I have definitely talked about this on a previous podcast about how we felt, how we feel about the NBA draft. But let's talk about it. Who should be draft eligible? What do you think of Zion? Do you think he's going to sign with Nike? (laughs) Who do you think he will sign with? I have been a loyal Nike guy my entire life, and in 40 seconds of like 40 seconds into a college basketball game, I considered getting rid of all of them, becoming an Adidas guy. I was actually you know thinking about becoming a Puma basketball guy. Um, he got injured because of a his goddamn shoe exploded. I still can't believe I saw it. It is the most insane thing i've ever seen in my life at least on a basketball court i believe that i don't it's up there top five like craziest things ever of his goddamn shoe exploded were you watching it live i'm I'm assuming you were yeah i also did you tell what happened in real time before i saw him go down and i said oh no and then, but I thought because you know he's a superhuman, he would just get right up. And they're like, he's hurt, he's hurt. And I'm, I was saying a lot of select words I don't want to repeat right now. Because we're like a halfway decent family pod. We're like the family pod you have at Christmas time. Like some of the conversations after everyone's had a couple glasses of wine on a holiday or family get together. We like to keep it clean, but you know when when it comes time to have a few special words, we use them. But some extracurricular words, but <laughs> you don't need those now. I don't want to repeat them all right now. It would just it would probably we're too early in the episode for those. But yeah, no, it was, it was absolutely insane. And you saw the replay, and then I was just hoping 
because he was a, he's a superhuman that he would just come back after he got a new pair of shoes and he didn't and i i think before we even address the college basketball rule of you know what they should do draft eligibility and everything i think what needs to happen is if it's the zion williamson betting rules if the best player on the court gets hurt in the first minute of the game anything you bet on the game should be null and voided you should have the option to ask to like pull your bet and if you want to keep it go that's fine but like you should have the option to say no i would like to reconsider the sum of money i put down on the duke money line for that evening because i was strutting around all day feeling very very good about duke winning i never liked the nine and a half they were favored by but um, well, you should have just flipped and thrown the money on North Carolina money line right away. That would have been cruel good. and uh, against my morals, man, because I was more concerned about Zion's Williamson's well-being than my own financial risk that I had <clears throat> put myself in at that moment. But then after I realized he was out and I was like, holy crap, I've, I'm screwed because there's no way they're going to win just, this game. So I was – I do feel for you there because I, if I was to create a perfect storm of what would happen in a basketball game to make you miserable, I would have a tough time coming up with something better than what actually happened in that game. Oh, so, I was, I'm I was, sorry. I, it is a good thing that I was by myself. I was a miserable, I was legitimately a miserable person. I was, I like curled in my bed. I was like spooning my dogs, like just, like I was legitimately actually upset. <laughs> I was not happy whatsoever about any of it. Because what did I send you a text earlier in the day, Ultra, about? I don't remember, but probably something about Zion getting hurt. I, I'll, I'll pull it up, and we will read the record exactly verbatim <laughs> of the tweet. I, I remember thinking when it happened that this has come up earlier in the day, but... Yeah, so the day of the game, I send a text, and I said, about 98% of my basketball feelings right now are devoted to Giannis winning the East and Zion staying healthy. That was at 548. Quick aside, aside, (laughs) Vegas odds have Giannis winning the MVP right now. I know. I will knock on wood. But now we need him to win the East too. We parlayed it. No, we just have a separate. Oh, okay. We have the Bucks winning the East. Gotcha. If the Bucks well, win the East, our real our bets payout, look better. Well, and our we real need the, payout is Giannis for MVP though, because we got him like. Yeah, we need both. You know, I think what did we get him like plus four hundred, plus five hundred? I think he's minus one fifty or something right now. Oh, really? Uh, It wasn't as good as the the plus 1,200 he was last year when I had uh, my Greek, my Freaky Friday. Well, those were terrible odds because he did not win it. He didn't win. Last year? What? He didn't win last year, so. No, the Greek Freaky Friday MVP party is just going to hopefully be this year. Yes, and we're on the record as saying that we thought he would win. But anyway... Uh, I was really sh- like I know that Zion is top five I, prospect that we've seen in the last de- two decades. I mean, 
LeBron, AD, mm. KD was. I mean, KD, he's up there though. Uh, like, ben Simmons, in... Ben Simmons, probably the most recent blue chip. And I think there there are a lot of comparisons you can draw between those two. I think Zion's a better shooter already, but I mean I we've. Think... All right, yeah. so I'll say this: we've had other prospects, but this guy is. I don't know if we that there's been someone quite like this in for college basketball. I mean, just the hype highlights, everything around him, his personality, just you know, as a he is is a a marketer's dream case of an up and coming basketball prospect. He will, um, by far, I think, may have the one of the highest rookie shoe deals wherever he goes. Um, I think yeah, so Nike should probably throw him an extra thirty million just for what they occurred. just they have so much money. I don't see them letting him get away from them. <laughs> well, I mean, they let their manufacturing of their shoes for him get away from them. So, I I also They're think Paul Georges though, and people love them like a lot. I mean, those are really popular. I don't think Paul George should be eligible for the MVP because his shoe almost. <laughs> Jeopardizes Zion's. Um, it does not surprise me that you feel that way. <laughs> no, it's just so it's just so wild to still think that that was the only thing that can stop Zion Williamson is the shoes he's wearing. The, that's the only threat he has on the court is him breaking through his own shoes. Um, I mean, like the whole just like draft, they're gonna correct it. It's gonna like get fixed. I mean. So I, the, NBA, the NBA, I think the next day, officially requested for the draft age to be moved from 19 to 18. Yeah, he's going to yeah, change the – Zion Williamson can immediately get pretty much and, – and also get, can get Nike, a billion-dollar corporation, to release a statement that they're going to invest in. <laughs> like, you know, has to address this kind of stuff. Like, no, he is, he is a, like a huge – He's going to be a huge draw. I mean, like, everything about this kid is that part is, is where he's different than a lot of other guys that have come up. Is like you have these giant organizations and entities, like, addressing things that concerning him. Um, and it was, like, yeah, a huge, like, PR, everything for Nike. It was bad because of him. Um, but, yeah, all I was, I mean, really was going to say with it, because I don't really – I, I know it's just going to get corrected, so like I don't really have the the need to waste energy on that. Just like around him playing the rest of the season, I I go back and forth on it because it's. And when I say back and forth, I mean like what I think he'll do because I feel like the people around him would advise would are going to be advising him to really consider it, not playing, depending on the strenuous nature of his knee like how much he he sprained it okay i mean it's a weird thing though that it's almost like he he doesn't play the rest of the season i could see like some concern around that um i don't think he should play until i i do think he will play again for duke just because earlier i mean throughout the season he's basically said if I didn't want to play basketball, like I'm a kid, I want to play. I love playing basketball. If I didn't want to play, I would have sat out and just gotten ready for the draft. I want to play. So 
that at least gives me encouragement that um, I, I think he's going to want to, and it's just really his advisors and everything. But I, I hope he doesn't rush himself back. I do hope he is careful with his eagerness to return to the court. And I think Bomani said it. There's a lot of people that said it too, but it's like if he actually declared himself that he was going to sit out and kind of do the Joey Bosa or get ready for the draft, I mean, RJ Baird and Cam Reddish should probably do the same thing. That's the other piece of this. Like, I think those guys have all had a mutual agreement with how they're pursuing this, and it's you know all for one, none for all kind of thing. So, um, I think he will play again for Duke. But if he doesn't, I have no problem with that, and I understand it, and I will think no less of him as a prospect, as a basketball player, as a competitor, or anything. Like, well, Coach K. Better hope that he comes back because they can. I don't with give a shit like what coach. I'm like I I, I strictly no, I know care that. about. I'm just I'm just speaking purely. A and I've said this a number of times to you and others. The only good thing right now in college basketball is watching Duke when Zion's playing. Like I, there's very little. It's else appointment that television, even, dude. <laughs> there's very little else that is even. Yeah. Last three games, not as much fun without him. <laughs> No, uh, you know, they did manage to beat Syracuse without him. They lost they tonight. Lost, and they lost with him, but they lost Virginia Tech tonight. They obviously lost to uh, North Carolina after he left a minute in. Um, but that's enough time on Duke. Uh, the only other thing i got to say is R.J. Barrett's stock, in my mind, not as high as it once was. I was really hoping he was going to kind of – Step, step up, up and to be, the plate a little bit. Well, yeah. not even step like, oh, come on, man, you got to pick it. It's like this is kind of your moment, man, to really – you don't have to share the ball at, with Zion anymore. Like, well, Go get your buckets. He did drop – th- it's, your, it's your chance to show why you're the number one prospect over Zion. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. And, like, he he did play – I mean, he dropped 30 against Syracuse. And, like, um, I mean, he had 30 in the UNC game, but he wasn't – they were trying to run the offense through him. It wasn't looking good. I just, I, I, I thought, all right, man, you're, you were the number one prospect coming into this season. Let's see it uh, now type of a moment. Yeah, like you said. And I thought Cam Reddish was the yeah, – anytime the ball went to Cam Reddish, I was way more confident in that UNC game with them being able to do something. But their defense was just so atrocious. It was <laughs> – and just the amount of bricks that they... <laughs> the Zion Williamson dunks really cover up the amount of bricks that Duke just loves to dish out. He's their best rebounder and defender, too, so, you know, that helps. Anyway, where uh, where are we going next, PJ? I, I don't want to talk about the Lakers at all, really. I do Although just, I really... The narrative well, of, like... I mentioned this to you, too. The narrative that like LeBron is just now, like oh he's he his reign as the top player in the league is is definitely done after this year. I do not buy into that. Those are words I will not say. I will say that in no way does any of this like affect how I view LeBron. And I don't think it really is a legacy changing thing. I it is a terrible look for that team, and it is for him too. And like I think there will be. A greater impact on this the off season if they do not make the playoffs, 
in which it stands right now, they have a better chance to get a top, to win the lottery, get a top pick in the draft than they do at making the playoffs. Right. Um, I still think they're, I, I, I still have confidence they can do it, but um, like losing that game last night in Memphis was real bad. Um, you have Joakim Noah just making it going crazy, dunking on JaVale McGee's head. It just, I mean, uh, it's not good. It was a very weird game. It was that super team, weird. That team is weird. And this, I mean, even during the offseason when they essentially decided to let Julius, like, all right, we're going to let Julius Randle leave. Okay. But Julius Randle Julius left. Julius Randle would really help this he, he left for the Pelicans and what? I think he signed a two-year, $18 million deal. I, I could be wrong, and I'll, I'll look it up. But no, I'm you're almost, right. I'm almost positive. It's $9 million a year. No. Which is essentially what they threw Rondo's away. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. It was essentially like they traded Rondo for Randall. And that doesn't make it, like, Julius Randall's pretty good. I mean, I know he's not doing a ton on the defensive end. He might have a player option with that, too. But, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Julius Randall would have helped this team Julius out Randall's averaging 20-9 and nine this year. Oh, especially when LeBron was out, Julius Randall would have. I've always considered him, like, a mini, like, Poor man's LeBron and some like he Julius Randall. I'm a big fan of him. Um, I think the Lakers could use his ass for sure. They literally uh, could have used his ass. Yeah, uh, the yeah they're rebounding <laughs> a lot of things. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, Julius Randall, a two year, seventeen point seven million dollar contract with the Pelicans, and that would have been a really nice contract for the. Or like, why not if you're the Lakers? Like, even if it was a one-year, fifteen million dollar deal, I feel like he would have signed that. Because well, they were trying to keep the cap space. Of it. Yeah, I mean, man. Right, but damn, it wasn't a move I agreed with. Um, I thought you, you know, could have if you could if you could play Tristan Thompson with if you could find a way to have Tristan Thompson and LeBron play together, like you can get Julius and LeBron to be able to play together too. LeBron's, uh, yeah, I think it was more just Julius was looking for at least two years, and um, that was impacting their ability to um, move forward, you know, with their plan of being able to at least have two max level, cap space to add at least two more max level guys this offseason, this next coming up offseason. So, one, uh, um, the timing of this was not great for me. Definitely was good for you coming off of our last podcast, but uh, Paul George really uh, made me look silly in the game against the Jazz. I did want to talk about this because this is a game I, I I'll look up his, his stat line for that game. But you know, I made the rest of the first 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 duo to both to to score forty points each. Um. Yeah, man. I mean, he's well. This is a game they hit the game winner over Gobert, like the ridiculous floater. Yeah, I, him and Russ. I think he had forty five, and Russ had forty two. I think they both had. I think they both had forty point triple doubles in that game. Yeah, I mean, they're the first. Yeah, it was. But oh, um, excuse me, he didn't have a triple double. He finished with 40, finished with four, 45, 9, and seven. Yeah, and Russ had a forty good. point triple double. Yeah, yeah. 
Russ has been good. I mean, it's a, such a small sample size, but Russ has actually been. No, that team is my favorite. Is the the really favorite good. in my mind to uh, to go to the Western Conference Final. I mean, to to take on the Warriors for sure. Um, although I do, I'm starting to to buy back into the Houston market. Back into the Houston soccer. Chris Paul has been good. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna forever hate Houston for beating the the Warriors in that game, but um, no, nah, I mean, whatever. I mean, he uh, <laughs> is what it is, man. Um, no, the Paul George, no man, dude, he is he's a legitimate badass. Um, I want this so badly though to continue in the playoffs. That was what I saw with that game last Friday. All I thought was like. This is amazing, and it's like a meatball, dumb sports person take to have. But I was just like, it was more of just like a, a the fan portion. Where it was like, oh, Paul George, if you can do this in the playoffs, that would be the coolest effing thing ever. It wasn't like oh, a so do it in the playoffs. Act, you want to me. actual playoff P? Is what yeah, saying. but I'm just like, oh, this is this would be a great playoff if this was actually playoff P. This would be great. Yes. Um. Yeah, man, he's been fantastic. Um, like I said, though, he's no longer a considering considered for MVP because of the Zion incident. But you know, man, he's—I I don't know, like defensively, everything that they're—I mean, that he's getting credit for, he deserves. He's yeah, legitimately in that conversation with Giannis and James Harden. I think. Uh, to the the one argument that does frustrate me a little bit is the idea like, well Giannis and and Paul George do it on both sides and James Harden just chucking up shots and doing like, James Harden's defense isn't that atrocious. It's not like he's not doing anything. That is that is hasn't been the case for a few years now with him. Uh, so like, to to have that be the singular thing to remove James Harden from the equation, it's it's dumb i just people just don't find that that solid like how the rockets are playing super fun but it's it's effective and i do in some way think it'll be a more attractive product to watch in a uh playoff setting than it will be especially like in a fourth quarter than it is just watching a random regular season game where he's shooting every time right i agree Anyway, sorry to deviate from whatever I asked you to to move us on to another topic, and then I brought up one. So sorry. Well, it's okay. Um, you didn't watch the Oscars, right? No, because I'm I have oh. not watched. Fran, uh, your boy, not... yo, time out. We gotta we gotta pause. Okay. Your boyfriend was MF in the reps. <laughs> Against Ohio State tonight? Yeah. You see his no, quote? I, I did not see. Let me find this quote. Oh, he goes, uh, going to a compelling argument for why a coach calling a rep a cheating MF or isn't grounds for suspension. What? Oh, my God. This is incredible. He so called the, one the refs thing, cheating mfers. I love Fran McCaffrey, by the way. This is a you bit cheating, of a home. You cheating mfers. You're a fuck. <laughs> oh my god. So here's the here's the thing is that you know Duke 
is really the only fun part about the NCAA this year. But if I was to pick a second team to watch on a night-to-night basis, and this is not even being a homer, it'd be Iowa. It's not even close. They are they got their ass kicked tonight, but prior to tonight, they were a candidate for a buzzer beater every night for about two weeks. They've and been they the play, best. They've been a, the most fun Big Ten team. I they play, except Michigan. They play of their you know top twenty five right now. They're going to fall out because they lost to Ohio State tonight. But they are pretty good. They're going to make the tournament, and they play to the level of their competition almost always, and they tend to win on buzzer beaters or at least lose on buzzer beaters or yeah. you know attempt. The, they're fun. Do you, the other and, fun and team. Fran and Fran is the best coach they've had. Todd Licklider was a disaster. Steve Alford was the worst. We got Steve a fun Alford coach. Is a piece of shit. Um, I will say if another Steve team, Al- if we're going to Steve go- Alford has. I've played against Steve Alford's son. He has watched me play basketball before. That sucks. I would have. I would have tried to score a thousand points on his son and then flipped off Steve Alford. Um, Marquette has also been a very fun watch. For, of like this whole season of of yeah. basketball teams, and I like watching Gonzaga, but other than that, yeah, it's pretty much all garbage. Not great. So you but didn't no, watch the, the Oscars, though. The Oscars, I did not watch. You and I talked during it, and I was watching an Oscar-nominated film. Yeah. Whilst that was going on, um, can you ever forgive me? Was very good. I definitely yeah. recommend seeing okay. that uh i i you know i like watching the oscars if um there's a host <laughs> if there's a well if there's a movie or two that i was really rooting for to win some things and i was definitely rooting for black panther to have a big night and they won a few and that's great yeah what did you think about green book winning i haven't seen that movie i haven't seen it either but everything i've heard about it makes me uh, yeah, I mean, I knew a lot of like the. Samaro? Did you see the Jesus Samaro oh, thing? Yes, about? yes, that was I gonna be one thing. I, I brought, yeah, I that was awesome. And the minute that that won, I just I rewatched that clip. But yeah, I was gonna bring up the Jesus Samaro being back as uh, one of the shout my three shout outs because um, that was needed. Because they came back the day after, um, literally, yeah, within a twenty four hour, my sports day was like. Zion got hurt. Manny Machado signed with the Padres, and um, what was the third? The third of the dark horsemen that creeped into my sports world. Um, so I was just like f sports, um, and <laughs> I was like, luckily I get Deuces and Marrow back in my my life because boy have I missed that. But yeah, they did a good thing. So I haven't seen Green Book. I knew of a lot of the criticism and stuff around it. I really didn't think it was going to win. I thought it was going to be between Roma and um, Vice. See, I, haven't, I haven't seen Roma. Roma is Roma is a is a is a a really nice. Um, it's a super like Oscaries type movie where. It's just like you after you watch it, you're kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I get why this is getting its its Oscar love. It's not something you're gonna. I think if it wasn't up for best picture, we would have. Uh, 
I don't know if you just go see it, and I don't know if I would have just like outwardly pursued it too much, but um, because it was, and I enjoyed it, and I would watch it again. Like it's a fun film if you're um, even rewatching someone that hasn't seen it before. It's it, I, how it's shot is really is really cool. Um, you're, you're still sidetracking me from what I wanted to talk about from it. Sorry, but, um, sorry. Go ahead. But no, what have other films? Because really, what my Oscar experience of watching it was literally rooting against and hoping that as long as Bohemian Rhapsody didn't win it. <laughs> so I haven't seen that either. Shocker. I but... saw it and we openly made fun of it. I hate that movie. Queen is one of my favorite bands of all time. I'll let, you, I'll let everyone you know love that. Queen. You love Queen. It is Freddie Mercury a... is like one of my like I'm fascinated by him as a person and just like everything about him and really wanted that story to be told by like and like to have Sasha Baron Cohen who was originally supposed to play it and I have nothing but good things to say about Remy's performance but the storyline and the way the movies everything is just like crap it is a cookie cutter bot like super safe they rarely mention anything about Freddie Mercury's sexuality but I'm having it's like the the things you think about with Freddie Mercury they were all like curse words and it was just all about the rock and roll and it's I despise Brian May who's the guitarist from Queen who had a lot of input and was clearly like trying to use this story to like promote himself and and really you know the the unfortunately the people who's the survivor you know those the people that get to write history are the ones that that survive and are get you know last long enough to write it and tell the story um so i was just really rooting against that but um what i wanted to talk about was the um have you seen a star is born no okay i'm telling you this is another reason why I, uh, this this it, is more and more it's, le- is, it's less incentive to go watch something and like it's a long thing to watch on live TV which is tough like I don't even have cable so to make that happen is I would really be having to go out of my way and I've seen like three of the major films that were nominated no I've not seen Stars Board okay well that hurts what I was gonna get at because <laughs> I haven't either. And that at the Oscars, really the first time I saw them perform the song, and I'm mad as hell I haven't actually seen the movie yet, because that was like the cool. That was a really legitimately cool performance they did. Um, the big thing I thought was taken away from it was that uh, it was clear that there was just a lot of sexual tension between Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. And you fed into my exact thing of that. I don't know if that's true, because. Although it appears that way, here are is one is an is a, a very good actor in Bradley Cooper, and then you have Lady Gaga, who's a passionate, like extraordinary performer. They are could simply have been doing a very good performance, and also tapping back into what they were doing on that film, like in that moment. I I, I some of that of <laughs> you're like oh. How'd Bradley Cooper's girlfriend, you know, feel with this and all? I was like, you know what? Probably fine. Like, I I doubt. I maybe maybe not. Maybe there's a little bit. I mean, we're all human, but 
in my opinion, I, I just thought we kind of missed the idea that um, you know, they could just they were putting on a performance for everyone, and they did a really excellent job at it. Um, although it was, yeah, it was it was Stevie. I, I mean, the, the performance is Stevie, but I don't know if reading into it more than that was anything. <laughs> I mean, the memes and all that from it, I really enjoyed. Also, along with all the stuff um, that came like about Green Book to some of the criticisms and all that. Um, that was great. H- had fun with that stuff. I'm going to uh, save my final call on this until after I've seen the movie. But yeah, I just, I, I wa- think there could have been. I guess I just I, want to believe that there is, in fact, sexual tension between the two because that's more. No, and I'm mad I didn't. I, and I feel bad because also my original like in, like motivation to go see Star is Born is because Chappelle's in it. <laughs> like it wasn't even anything else but after seeing that performance I was like damn I really gotta see Star is Born yeah yeah um, I was really hoping Black Klansman or Romo was gonna win though and I will so. say in general re- reward shows I'm kind of out on yeah They're, even the Grammys I used to be but really keen on watching that and I'm never like committed to watching them. It's it's one of those things like if I'm not doing something or there's not something I want to watch Sunday, you know, anything like that, and I catch it, I'll I will watch them. And you know, last I was basically playing Fortnite and watching the Oscars on a Sunday. So and sounds like something you would thoroughly enjoy. It was fine, but I was really just in there to root against anything related to that bohemian rhapsody winning it is an atrocious it may be one of the worst movies ever nominated for best picture well it didn't win but you know a movie that's heavily criticized for being i don't even know if i borderline racism um it's certainly certainly have some criticism around it being racist potentially so I almost I need to see it just so I can have an idea. Oh, I want to. I mean, I'm sure Mahir, I love Mahershala Ali. I mean, I'm sure he's great. And there's nothing about that. It's just kind of like how the story's written, and just it's a very much a told as like a with um, Viggo Morrison being like the white savior, and like oh, like this is this film, you know, and his in his family has refuted some of the of what's told in the movie. So it's just it. It didn't seem like the movie I would have I would have gone with for that. Um, that there were just stronger movies out there that people were had all pretty much consensual and all agreed in consensus were were very good films. Yeah, I'm. Um, I feel like it was two or three years ago that I felt like I was actually I had seen enough of the film. It was the it was the year with Whiplash and. Birdman and all those movies that I felt like I could actually give an opinion on who I thought. I mean, you at least have to see a majority, if not all, the movies to say like, yeah, I think this one should win, right? You can't, you can't really just go out on a limb saying that it's the best movie of that year without having seen all of them. Um, Birdman was the last movie that I was like, yeah, that should be best picture. And then last year I thought that unquestionably Get Out should be the best picture. Yeah, um, it, that, yeah, and in that retrospect, was, I I feel even stronger about that. 
And I am, you know what, PJ, we, I have, I want to see us in theater. Got to make it happen. I don't think there's anyone that here that will go see it, so I might have to come to Chicago. And, You're uh, saying you have to see us with me? <laughs> I think I got to see us with us. <laughs> us has to go see us. Well, it's because I, I, I know, I know the roommate's not gonna go. She's not a huge. She's fan of, what? She's not a huge fan of scary movies. Is what I I'm get saying. that, but. And this looks like a fucking scary movie. Yeah. Very scary. You can't argue against it. It's like they've had two or three trailers now, and all of them look terrifying. And oh I yeah, I haven't. I didn't see. Wait. I didn't see the international one. Is the one I still need to watch of it. Um, but the other thing I was going to say, last movie thing, um, was if you haven't seen it in a movie that was snubbed, and another thing, if we're talking about things I'm a big fan of, um, I am the resident, high level, all time favorite actor, Ethan Hawke boy. I'm a Hawk man. Uh, First Reformed is, he is so damn good in that. So if you're looking for a movie that's not on Oscar list, something that was snubbed, or you're you're filtering through all the best pictures, throw that in the rotation. Um, he's incredible, and him not getting put at least for a nomination for um, best actor uh, is offensive to me, and I'm pissed. And I'm mad that Brian May has more Oscars than Ethan Hawke. Yeah, it's bullshit. He still hasn't won any. No, it's bullshit, man. His movie yeah. Blaze was another like I was hopeful, but then like after it debuted Sunday and everything, it, it was clear that uh, it wasn't. I as told good you as... I thought he should get nominated for Sinister, and I didn't even get a response. On that. <laughs> I thought you were joking. I was tired, man. <laughs> I was. I was. I was, but you know. Maybe best picture at least. I don't know. I guess I don't know about the best actor, but best picture it should have been, right? I don't know if best picture he <laughs> should have. He should have definitely gotten for I'm for best joking, performance I'm by an actor, about but, that too, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> you know what? Do you think there's something that you could add post All Star break before, but before the, before the like battle for making the postseason really starts heating up and gets a little bit more contested to make the NBA more fun? Because I feel like this is no. this is almost the absolute low point. Right no, it's now. just fucking February sucks, man. February is like the, it sucks. It's not a good month. I'm sorry. It's just like in general, it's. January is definitely my least favorite month, but February is number two. It is literally number two in the yeah. year. You're right. Um, <laughs> it's uh, just like they're just the two, like, oh, man, they're tough February months. does suck. Um, I mean, it's shorter, so you, you feel like you're paying more than you should have to in rent. Uh, it, uh, even, it just goes by fast. There's it's just like, very okay. cold. I think if February, I would like February more if like I knew small, I would get. There's a week period where you don't get much basketball in it. See, I've been, I enjoyed All Star. I enjoyed the full week off. Like it was kind of nice. Uh, I don't know. 
I don't think I agree with that. I kind of – I mean, the last couple of days of it, I wasn't um, as big of a fan. I mean, but, like, Monday or Tuesday – uh, definitely by Tuesday I wanted it back but then like it was nice to watch the Duke game or I thought it was going to be nice to watch the Duke game um, it was like nice to have that and like not go up against any NBA games but dude, I mean it's nice to like kind of chill watch I was, I've watched a lot of some more TV some you know movie I was trying to catch up on some stuff and that was kind of nice it's just there's there's so I've really struggled with basketball in some way the last like month because there's only so many like things you can get like hyped like hyped up for on a given night. Like I was really into last week the Raptor I mean, DeMar going back to Toronto, that was super cool. We've got some of those matchups, but um I mean, the West, it's obviously interesting, but it, it's almost like there just isn't – there just isn't – there's like a little edge that's missing that I think we'll, we'll get in the playoffs, but there is nothing on a given night that is driving me to be like, oh, I need to watch this. There's just enough good basketball on an every given night. It's like, all right, I'll pick up this one or I'll get this. If that makes – if that makes sense – Or it could just be a, other ramblings of a crazy person. No, I mean, I just... I enjoy having game on in the background pretty much every night. Like, I don't... Yeah. It's, like, while y- you and I... Like, I I will definitely go watch highlights of anything good that has happened the night before. And I'll definitely check the box score on just about every game. Uh, and I try to watch as much as I can. Um, whether that be like when I go work out after work or like during or before dinner, just to have something on in the background. When that's just like nothing is there, I don't love it. Even for a night, it's just like I would like to have something to to be able to to have on in the background and then watch. That's the yeah, one of the but best I, parts about League Pass. No, I'm not. I wasn't really getting. I meant more as like so. It was like. When a particular team is playing, it's we're right now just that point where some of the leaders I think are being in like each of the conferences. Like the two teams I probably enjoy watching the most, or three, is probably Thunder Nuggets and the Warriors. Are like the three teams that if they're on, I will, and if I can catch some Doncic. But like that's really like those are the things that I'm like, oh, this is. This is nice because I think the Bucks are pretty much set as the one. Like at this, and they're being very cautious with Giannis at points. Um, he sat out against the Bulls last night. I mean, like there's just there's it, we're we're really it feels like this is a moment like we just need to sim to the end and let's get to the playoffs and like <laughs> I don't know I don't like that and I, I can't tell you exactly what it is but I just I, I that's how I feel, Alter. I just need to express my truth. We're, we'll find some. There's going to be some fun stuff that happens between now and when it gets. Warm. Oh, I know it is. Yeah, yeah. But I hear you. Um, when are we going to talk about this? These cheese questions you got. You can talk about it right now. All right. The question I asked. I want to ask Ultra. 
made sure you did a little prep for was if you uh, could have a, a, a cheese, a type of cheese as your last name, what would it be? So I thought about this one for the rest of my miserable commute home. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I thought too easy and not what I want to go with, but just blue cheese. Justin Blue. Blue's my favorite color. It's simple. You, you so you be called Justin Blue Cheese? Well, is che- is the name cheese included? Or would it just be blue? It has to be blue cheese. It's a type well, of if, cheese. But if it's cheddar, is it cheddar cheese or is it just cheddar? It's cheddar. So you're saying if I wanted blue cheese. Who just says I want blue? blue? I feel like if someone was like, what kind of cheese do you want in your burger? And they're like, blue. Well, that's, that would get the yeah, point you could do right? that. But no, everyone calls blue cheese blue cheese. You would call okay, cheddar. Well, I got cheddar. If if that is okay, so if that is a thing, either way, I'm not going with blue cheese. Um, I think gorgonzola, mozzarella, provolone, those are all fun. But I think where I landed was Harvati. I think that's what I'm landing with. Harvati? Yeah, I like it. It's got a ring to it. Uh, And that's what I'm going with. Harvati. Pepper Pepper Jack's too long. No, Pepper Pepper Jack's my pick. So... Patrick George Pepper Jack. Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, I agree with that. Yeah. But Justin Pepper Jack just doesn't sound as good. Justin Harvati, that is distinguished. That is, that's good. I like that. But Pepper Jack for you fits very nicely. I like that too. Yeah. Uh, the other one I was uh, was considering was Charlesburg cheese. Just Charlesburg. Oh. Yeah, I think like it's much, much better. Yeah, Pepper Jack's fun. <laughs> what about a, just American? <laughs> <laughs> no. American cheese no. is my least favorite. It's very meh, right? Unless um, I'm making a grilled cheese, I don't want to be around American cheese. Why am I having it? Uh, what is the like really soft um, soft cheese? Like French. Brie? In a wheel. Brie, yeah. I, I kind of like that, too. Yeah, there's a couple of cheese names me. that are more like first names than I would consider last names. Yeah, I mean, Brie literally is a first name. Obviously yeah. not spelt that way, but yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, I, what if I named have, all my kids like their first names were after cheeses? It's kind of what I'd want. I Secretly. Would, I'd be a little concerned, and I also think that Why? if you had more than two kids and you were trying to secretly name them after cheeses, it would be pretty tough after number two. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, you Brie couldn't get away with it calling a kid Munster? <laughs> no. No. Uh, but <laughs> Brie you could do. I don't. E- I cannot think of a single other cheese that you could name. Charlesburg. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I feel like you're grasping at straws a little bit there. You have not asked one JJ Reddit question this whole time. 
Yeah, we talked about too much basketball stuff, and now I don't want to talk about JJ Redick. Oh no! Well, I'm sorry. We actually but... had basketball conversations. I didn't think we were gonna have you. You bastard. Well, I'm sorry. You couldn't call a cheese. You couldn't call a kid Gouda. Gouda's Gouda's good. Oh, you could call a kid Jack or Colby. There's three right there. Colby. If you had a kid named Colby, I mean, he's probably an ad. If you have a kid named Colby, he's probably an asshole. Yes, but also if you have a kid named Colby and Bree, <laughs> people are going to start asking questions about cheese then. You like that is I what would number 3 be that you could you think you could name a third child after a cheese and people I said Jack. Asking? That doesn't even count though. It does. It's they have cheese. You put Jack in the middle. I go with you is go with Bree, then Jack, never, and then you then you end with Colby. So by the Jack, third kid, is Jack Cheese a thing? I yeah, where Jack is, but you can just get Jack Cheese. Yeah, Jack. There's Colby Jack Cheese, and there's Jack, and there's Colby Cheese. Yeah, they're all three different. Wow. Okay. Learn something new. I did not know that you could just go buy Jack Cheese. Never heard of that. I've never heard of that. You never heard of Jack Cheese? Whenever I want to get Jack Cheese, I'm getting Pepper Jack Cheese. I want a little spice in there. Yeah, but where do you think the... it's Pepper Jack Cheese is, is Jack Cheese with peppers in it. Makes sense. I've just never went and been like, I'm going to get some slices of cheese from the store. Let me get some regular Jack Cheese. And remember, I have no vision of like, here's a package of only Jack Cheese that you can get. Or, hey, pick your own cheesy one on your burger at a restaurant. All right, I will just get jack cheese on here. I've I mean, it's not heard, common, sure. I've never heard of anyone asking for such you a know, thing. You Monterey Jack? This is starting to make more sense, and I probably should have thought about this earlier, PJ. All I'm saying is that... I'm a fucking cheese expert, man, so just, like, don't come at me with this heat. I'm not coming. I can't. At I can't name. I can't get more than two kids' names. Cheese, cheese. Do you feel like this has been a very good year for music? In 2019. Yeah. There hasn't been anything, dude. Slow. It should. We I mean, usually we got the Ariana Grande album. That's that's pretty much all we've we've gotten so far. That's been good. It's carrying. It's really caring. nice. I listen to it all day today. It's so good. Oh it, yeah, I it's best album of the year. Also, the only album of the year so far I've listened to. <laughs> it's the, well, um, Kalani came out with an album last week. Yeah, but I haven't listened to it yet. That's good. I'm excited to listen to that though. Yeah, that's. I'm trying um, to see if there's other cheese names I could get by to make you. Romano, definitely. That's the last name I know. I know. What else do we got? All right. Would you rather let's get let's get on the record? Would you rather have JJ Reddick's career or Gilbert Arenas? It's the best one I've come up with so far. So. And I still, time and time again, I don't. I don't think this is even. I would definitely take JJ Reddick. Definitely would take JJ Reddick. I think by the end of it, he would have had made more money. 
He and could. I mean, that's you that's are part not going to have this legacy of being like a really bad person, really bad, violent person. He wasn't known as violent. He's just kind of an idiot. And he brought guns to the locker room. Yeah, but he didn't actually use them. Sure, but I don't think that if you bring a handgun to an NBA locker room when you're making tens of million dollars a season, it implies that you're a nonviolent person. Yeah, I don't. I. He's less violent than Marvin Harrison. Sure, I'm not. Ar- <laughs> I'm not arguing that Marvin Harrison isn't a violent person. I'm just so. Okay. You don't have to make the I'm argument. Not, he. <laughs> I'm not saying. I guess more I than anyone knows. I don't want to, this to be interpreted as me saying that he has committed violent crimes. But if you are willing to put a firearm in a locker room where no one should realistically have a firearm. Unless you're Marvin know, Harrison. And I know D.C. is not the most safe place in the world, but I don't think they're nearby the stadium uh, in the players' locker room is a very dangerous place. Um, I would argue you don't need a gun there. Um, but, Ultra, you need to send a message to Javaris Crindleton. <laughs> maybe, maybe he did. I mean, I mean, Gilbert Arenas made $120 million in his career before 30. J.J. Reddick's at like 77. And he, was, and he was at one point in time a top 20, 20 player in the NBA. I mean, he had a string of... He might have been top 10 for... Yeah, he was, he was a great player. Um, but his career was shorter. Oh, aged Chelsea cheese. Another one right there. Chelsea. I didn't. Eat, I cannot say for sure that I've ever had. Cheese I never have, before. but I want to know. I'm. There's no cheese that I'm like totally against. At least trying. There's no cheese I've had that I don't like, except probably American. I'm not huge on feta, but feta. Oh okay. my god! What? Fuck out! I don't hate on feta. I don't dislike feta. Have you ever had feta cheese on a steak? I like blue cheese on a steak. See, I think yeah, feta, feta like a, cheese just is pretty good too. Yeah, I just think the blue cheese is better. Like, if you have really good blue cheese versus a feta, Ooh, blue I'd cheese is the greatest cheese ever made. So good. And I used to think it was nasty. I remember this time. Really nasty. <laughs> I remember this time in elementary school that we had to like taste test all these different kinds of cheeses, and I remember still trying blue cheese and being like, "This is the nastiest thing I've ever eaten." Ever. Well, you were a shitty kid. <laughs> you liked blue cheese from like a young age? From the very first moment I discovered what it was. <laughs> I love blue cheese, man. That's crazy because it is a very, very sharp, strong tasting cheese. I'm a sharp guy, man. You are pretty sharp. I'll give you that. Sharp cheddar, uh, blue cheese, yeah. Just two of the greatest, the best cheeses, man. So anyway, I'll have to try. Sharper I'll the give- better. I'll have to be open to feta on steak, but I just I think blue cheese is just the only better. thing I like sharper than my cheese is the knives I cut it with. Um, I mean mozzarella is an underrated cheese too. Well, mozzarella is a great cheese. Um, I like a good chi- five cheese blend. Oh really? Like a a good like the the Italian the Italian blend. I mean like the shredded Italian blend. That's nice. That's real good. Uh, Asiago, best cheese to have on a bagel. 
Sure. I don't think I've had a different kind of cheese on a bagel. Would you rather have Jerry Stackhouse's career or JJ Reddick's? I'd still rather have JJ. I didn't look up Jerry Stackhouse's career earnings, but that's one I thought of. What about Mike Bibby or JJ Reddick? JJ Reddick. Same question, white chocolate. That's tough because white chocolate. I know it's tough. That's why I asked it. White chocolate is. um, Goddamn name is white chocolate. I mean, Jason Williams is like. People gush over his highlights still. Yeah, that's the thing. And then JJ Reddick will probably best be known for his college career. Um, unless, not mm. to say that he has. I let it be known, people did not think JJ Reddick would be in the league for more than six years. People thought Adam Morrison was going to be in the league far longer than. But Adam Morrison's career is what people capped JJ's career at, and he has far exceeded all of those, all of all of those expectations. Um, Adam Morrison, great run for the Lakers and the Bobcats, but he certainly has not had a better career than JJ. A great Reddick. run on the bench? I'm being sarcastic. I mean, he had did not have a great NBA career. Um, I'll always have some love for Adam Morrison for how great he was with Gonzaga, but fuck that. What? I laughed. I was so happy when he cried. Oh. That was Probably one of the best college basketball. That's like, one of the best college basketball seasons ever. JJ versus Adam Morrison for Player of the Year. I definitely look more fondly back at Michael Beasley versus KD, but I agree with you. What? What? No, that's not a. That wasn't a thing. Oh, it was Michael Beasley and no, Michael Beasley and Derrick Rose were in the same draft class, but they weren't really like National Player of the Year consideration. It's a dog just making noises. Who was KD? Who was who was the Odin. guy that? It was KD. Oh, of course, duh. All right, I'm dumb. What else you got? <laughs> Nothing there. College basketball clearly is out of my area of expertise. If I if I haven't making that abundantly clear up to this point, yeah. Dude, you know what I've noticed a lot is that there are. Netflix has really been on this like murder crimes like documentary all this sort of and they've got a shit ton of like Ted Bundy yeah and they've got a shit ton of like dating uh, like millennial like modern dating like stuff I just finished watching you last night I've wait is that um tell me what that is that's the like their like one of their series, but it's like the guy that's so Lindsay watched stalking that. like kind of she's watched yes, it yes 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 yep did she finish Lindsay's, it Lindsay loves it um, she has finished it it's like a better written freeform show is my opinion of it so I thought. Um, <laughs> Acting ain't so good. There's also there's also a show on there that's like following someone 
that is dating a handful of people and it's just watching them at, on a date talking with one another. Isn't and it then, like awkward dating or it's dating something? Dating around? Is Isn't it called dating around? Maybe. I have caught bits and pieces. I've seen probably two full episodes. And that would be a tough sh- that'd be a tough one to be on. I will say that. Is that a reality? No, this one was like a, a like fictional. You, you, yeah, you is you know a scripted fictional show. This other thing is like you are a person, you are people that agreed to be on the show to date, and it's just one night, and whether or not you you essentially like want to move on and like continue to date or not. And I contend I would be good on a dating show. I have that I think irrational you'd be incredibly belief. entertaining, but the thing is, is that on this show, you know, there was there you see people that are perfectly cordial that clearly aren't clicking and that don't work out. You see people that are yeah. that's one person says something that kind of triggers the other person. It's like an instant Hells like, you. "Sorry, see you later." And like, what if all of a sudden you got paired with a right wing girl on the show that you go yes. dating, like? You would be you'd be great, but you'd it'd be a short. You know, you wouldn't have a ton of ton of on air time. That's for sure. Oh, like she would control when I'm on. So it's no. I'm saying that like I think that you would give your opinion, and she would end the date. <laughs> she would. <laughs> and, that would and that would be it. <laughs> and you'd be off TV then. <laughs> like oh, it's the girl like. But yeah, it's the girl is so yeah the- you you like let's say you get selected to be a primary person on the show. That means that you are going on a date with five people. On the flip side, you could be one of those five people that just has a chance to date one of those primary people. And if that primary person happened to be a woman that was right leaning and pro Trump. I don't think you would last more than thirty seconds on the show. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I could, I, I would, I would get her to say enough things that would make the editors have to consider what they're going to keep on there or not. <laughs> My point exactly. Like I would, I would, That's I would, the other thing is that they're definitely not showing everything on the show. They're definitely oh, only yeah. showing. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, pieces. I'm gonna wait back. I'm gonna wait for my moment to strike. I'm not just gonna be like, you know. F Donald Trump, you're, you know, blah blah blah. I'm gonna let her. I'm gonna let her prove, prove my point for me, and then I'm just gonna, you know, end it after that. Right. That has been one of the great fears. I haven't. I haven't had that yet. I haven't gone a right wing. Gone on a right wing date. It's too bad. I'm. Chicago is yeah. kind of a tough place. You're not gonna run in that too much if you're, unless you go out to the suburbs more. I think. But in the city, I think it's kind of tough. I don't know what to tell you, man. Um, we live, I mean, all cities tend to, to be super liberal, so that's not all that surprising. Yeah, or I just, like, I've got a good filtering process. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, I contend, though, I do a pretty good job at, like, a, a good first day. I don't know anything about after that, but, like. I, I do think I want to switch my cheese last name. What's your cheese last name? Barada. <laughs> Barada Obama? <laughs> Barada, have you oh, ever had Barada? Barack Obama, he was a great president. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had Barada? 
Uh, no, I have not. That's one I have not So had. I think if you like mozzarella... I'm going to like burrata. When you go to Costco next, or when you go to Trader Joe's next, because I know that you love those two places... Is it, yeah. Check, find burrata. <laughs> Bring that home. Have that with a few crackers. I swear you will love it. It's like a better mozzarella. Speaking of crackers, you know what's my favorite word to say right now? <laughs> uh, is it going back to suck my dick from the back? <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, gosh. Uh, no, no, no. I oh like gosh. saying... Oh, oh, gosh. Golly gee. Golly wee jizz. <laughs> uh, it's saying? <laughs> well, now it is. Um, oh, it's just saying whiteies. I love saying whiteies right now. Listen to your whiteies. And what, like when talking to a white person? Yeah, just in general. Whiteies. Look at all these whiteies. Effing whitey. I don't know. Stuff like that. Where'd you pick that up from? No, I just. I don't know. I forget what you, I that, said. You did not come up with that on your own. No, I people have been calling people white. I was just thinking of like, like, yeah, derogatory ways to call like things to call a white person. I was like, I, I just kind of landed on like, I think if someone called me whitey, I would laugh. <laughs> and I just keep laughing every time I say it. But I want to like call someone a whitey. I think it's just fun to say. Like, his cracker's fun to say, too, though. But, like, I want like, uh, whitey is a fun word. I don't know if this is okay. <laughs> For me to say whitey? What do you mean? Yeah, I feel like that's problematic a little. How? I don't know. Like, what does that mean? What do you even... You're a white person. That... You're whitey. Whitey tidies. Whitey. Hey, listen, you're whitey. <laughs> I hope that you've only... Oh, man. I guess it's just maybe something that you have to be careful about who you're labeling as as that, right? I mean, yeah. I, guess, I mean, know your audience. KYP, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, um, PJ... Oh, if you I, were to have your cheese name... If you had a, a spy name, and your what would your code, like your code name be if it had to be a cheese... See, I think there you want to. I think, um, I think goat cheese. Oh, yeah. You know what mine would be? What? I'd, I'd settle on this pretty quickly, but it'd be Danish blue. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so is it, sorry, is it like agent so and so? Yeah, I'm it's agent. Like, it's, it's, it's agent Danish blue. Agent Danish, Danish blue versus agent goat cheese. Yeah. Yeah, yours is way cooler. So I (laughs) think. All right. Well, PJ, happy 100th episode, man. This um, is weird. This is not how I would have ever imagined our 100th episode to go. That's okay. I've enjoyed it. You have not, apparently. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's been good. I mean, it's it's just not what I expected. You know, everyone likes a podcast ticket. You know, I'll say before. this. You know, when you, you start to do a podcast with your friend and you think, oh, I wonder what, if we'll get to 100 episodes or not, what it'll be like. 
guarantee you never thought that would be this. I'm proud <laughs> of us true. for doing 100 episodes. It's a lot. Um, but I, cheer, I do feel like we more, sh- man. We got some more time. Yeah, I felt like we probably should have done more LeBron stuff since I like. Essentially, what happened was that over we started the course doing this, of these 100 episodes, or just today. Uh, on today, because I mean, essentially, if we're being honest, the 2016 finals basically made us want to do this podcast for everything kinda, that, that final it was. It kind of pushed us to doing it again. Yeah, because of how great it was. Well, it was just like we were, we just like kept talking about. I mean, like from that moment forward, it was just like, wow, I effing love basketball so much. We need to talk about this all the time and stuff. And at least the dogs are making their episode, <laughs> their appearance on the hundredth episode. They're, they're clearly very excited about the twenty. They heard twenty sixteen NBA finals. Hey, whiteies, like, yes, keep it down sense. over there. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> they, ah. uh, which one? Was she doesn't that, like that. that. Sandy did not like that. Sandy does. Oh, she is not, not a fan. Well, I. Um, this is great. You know, I hey, don't, Sandy. I don't know. Who's going to win the NBA Finals? Sandy. No, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. Whitey. Well, I think it's going to be the Warriors, and I'm glad. Uh... <laughs> Stuff is not happening. Good. That's okay. Um,. No, I'm uh, in retro. I mean, if it's weird to think about if the Warriors maybe hadn't been so good and whoever LeBron would end up going against in the finals, like maybe that's not as fun to watch. Maybe this doesn't happen, but it did, and I'm glad. I, I mean, don't know if I'd wanted if don't want to do a podcast of the Warriors to beat LeBron. I don't know if I would have had the same. If just they had always beat LeBron, or maybe I mean that they just was. Hadn't... No, there's a second. I mean, that, that, that 2016 finals might be one of the best, like, definitely one of the best finals I've ever watched. Um, and just, like, sports moments was absolutely insane. That game, I mean, game seven of that is, is one of the best things I've ever watched in my life. Yeah, the only, the only other series that I can really compare is Heat Spurs round one. Um, that was obviously a great one. Yeah, but that was more like the Ray Allen that yeah, Game was 6 not, was better than Game 7. It wasn't as important. It wasn't as significant because it wasn't as great as that Spurs team was and had so many great players on it. Yeah, but then they won the next year. and They ended up just wiping the floor with the Heat the next year, and um, a lot has changed after that, and then the Warriors... Really should have won four in a row, and the narrative behind Draymond not playing in Game Five, and um, you know it's just a really, really fun thing to talk about, and uh, you know we can talk about this even more next year when Kyrie joins LeBron in LA. You know, oh hells yeah! Uh, <laughs> Imagine but, how uh, many more colorways Kyrie will have once he's in LA. Oh my god. Yes. I will say uh, this. I don't know if I said this on the pod, like, and then we can actually close this out. But like, the Kyrie shoe line for, like, the amount of the volume of colorways they come out with, I will say, shoot at an extraordinarily good clip of hitting throughout the shoe line. I agree. I mean, I think that he what he's been able to do to be able to pump out different versions of his shoe is 
insane. I can't think of a, a good comparison to what I'm I mean. I only have two of the four. I only have two pairs. I have a pair of the twos and I have a pair of the fours. But there is damn near at least a dozen times. I mean, like, I have, there's probably 20 colorways of, especially the fours and fives, and I'm like, I would really like those. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if I end up getting some fives at some point, but I have, he's had, he's starting to come out with more colorways. I'm looking to see which one I would want to get. Yeah. If they, if they start all of a sudden coming out with like a Wheaties version, not exactly a Wheaties, but like they start coming out with some wacky shit like that. The Just Do It ones are awesome. I agree. Yeah. There's so many of them, but. All right. Yeah. That's all all I got, Whitey. Thank you. I'll, I'll, I will interpret that as a term of endearment to me. Yeah. Um, but, uh, can't wait to do another hundred of these, man. But, uh, we will come back at everyone uh, a week from now. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I was obviously joking at the beginning because we are very. This could be our last one too. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But I not. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. 